Welcome to Cocktails for Breakfast. I'm your host, Bailey. I'm your host, Sophie. And this is part two of our Q&A. I'm excited. Are you, though? Yeah, I am. <laughs> Again, I'm scared, but that's okay. <laughs> she doesn't know all these questions. I've kind of, like, blurted them out over time. Oh. But anyways, it's fine. That's the so, fun in it, right? Yeah. Okay. Let's dive in. I like the Q&A. Um, okay, so I have one for you. Mm-hmm. Well, for us. And it's on change. Let's hear about some change and how you've adapted over time. I mean, I I think myself, I'm pretty adaptable. I do like change. I do like a challenge. I do like when things are like a little bit unsteady in the sense because that's where I get really creative. I'm one of those people that like works great under pressure. I was like that throughout school, through any type of, thing like that. So I think that change, I encourage it. I want to say when people are like afraid of change, I love change. I think that's where you find different sides to yourself and you adapt to different situations. And especially in the business industry that we're in, or even through motherhood or in your personal relationships, I think that, I think change is good. What about you? What do you think about change? change. It's true, guys. She hates that. I was looking up your sign because I'm like, I'm a fixed sign. I hate change. I don't. Like, I like. What am I? You're a a cardinal sign. Okay. But I don't know what that means, but yeah, sure. We're not getting into astrology and horoscopes (laughs) on this episode. Season two, guys. It's coming. (laughs) (laughs) But I like change when I'm ready for it. I mean, that. What? Yeah, I like it when I prep myself. I'm like, yeah, I'm prepped for this change. Okay. Okay. Um, Okay. I don't like when it catches me off guard. But no, like I like change when I feel excited about the change. I guess that's everybody though. No? So you're so you're asking for I'm picky a, with my change. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was like, that's a concept because right. I feel like change usually comes where you're not really aware of it or you're like faced with it. I feel like it. right now I'm seeking out change. Yes, you are. Yes. Yeah. So I'm ready for it. Okay. But Think about it. It has to align. It has to align. I've had the same hair color for decades. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of things. I'm just, you know, same partner. Yeah. Same. I mean, we're not changing that. Like, we're gonna start rumors. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not changing those things. But how do I adapt to change? First, I usually just cry in my fucking pillow. And then she calls me. And then I'm like, hey, I'm ready to embrace. Uh, (laughs) Tell me why this is a good idea, (laughs) so. These are the reasons why. <laughs> oh, my God. It's getting really hot in here, guys. Like, you can see me lifting. I'm showing the leg, <laughs> changing up my outfit. Just, like, um, fanning it. I don't even know how I've adapted over time because I feel like I haven't had a lot change. I mean, I disagree. I think you've had a lot change. Well, it's because you hear my internal dialogue. But that, but that's because <laughs> I'm part of your internal dialogue. I hear it every day. But I think that relationships and friendships the type of friendship that we have. Yeah. I feel like change doesn't scare me because I feel like I have my relationship with Chris. I have my family. I have my kids. I'm happy there. And then like, I have my friendship with Bailey and we're building this thing that truthfully, I'm very confident when change comes our way. Right. Well, that ties into the next thing, which is what's our next step. So this is the change I was saying, like I'm good for. Yeah. Um, we are, 
taken our online business to a brick and mortar. So we're yes. trying to secure an in-person location for our team and that what we're building essentially. Yeah. I think that it was time. It is time. Like we've had throughout the years, like a, a lot of people dropping hints and I'm kind of asking us like, can you guys just open up a, like we would get that all the time, whether yeah. it's like for, you know, the purpose of, you know, hair or mentorship or coaching and stuff like that. It's like every time that we would put in some work when it comes to like meeting people in person every single time, it yeah. would be like, so when are you guys going to open up a space? Like when, like, I just wish we could take this on again. Like, yeah. I just wish this could See, be like, a continued business thing. change, I get excited about. It's right. just other change. But, like, yeah. I love to change up what I'm doing. I feel like you and I have been doing the same thing for mm-hmm. five years, yep. almost six years mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. So, introducing the podcast and now introducing an actual physical space, which you can follow along and see what we're actually going to be doing. But yeah. it's, re- like... I'm ready for that change. Yeah. I'm, it's like, it's here. It's going to be so exciting. Yeah. Um, we love training online, but honestly, I think if you listen to our social media call uh, mm-hmm. or podcast or whatever uh, episode, blah, 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 can't even catch my words. I think it's so needed to just have something physical where people can actually come together. You can do in-person trainings. You can talk to people. Um, it's just so much more powerful when you sit across from someone, instead of going back and forth on your phone, I find, you know, trying to like delay or, or figure out a plan or set a strategy or a new system in place. It's just good to have a hub. Yeah. And we also love doing events. Sophie and I love events. That's our like that's, main. We love them. Anything yeah. with cocktails and a cheese love board. It. It's like we are in and we got to get dressed up. Yeah. Yeah, we're there. So instead of seeking out to rent these places all the time, having a physical space. That's ours. Yeah. With our vibe and our energy and all that stuff. I feel like it was time. It's It's going to be. It is awesome. It's going to be awesome. (laughs) (laughs) We've been talking about it for honestly the last two years and we're just like how... We, ha- we know what it's going to look like. We we know the vibe that's going to be in there and, and just, you know, feel like, oh, finally, like a space where I can do all yes. the things I've always wanted to and do. And that, oops, sorry. Um, and Please that's- don't break our <laughs> set on our last episode. And that kind of ties back, though, um, into hitting walls and mm. like that Q&A, which was, you know, we've been hitting wall in our business. For the past year. Oh, big time. So many. Like, it's not the same as what it was when we joined in 2017, 2018. Mm -hmm. So this is our way of saying, let's pivot. Let's try something new. Let's move differently if we're going to expect different results. Yeah. So just wanted to tie into that. Um, And then another question we have here is about being consistent. Talk about how to stay consistent on the days you just don't want to. How do you stay motivated and stay the course? I mean, consistency. <laughs> <laughs> Last episode, more goofy. Yeah. I mean, staying consistent is key to the success in this business, but mostly it's like a muscle. It's like training. It's, it's like you have to show up and you have to do it, but especially recognizing the times where you don't want to do it and why. Um, and then taking maybe like we, again, like bringing up our last episode is, is, Maybe taking some time for yourself and figuring out why you're not being consistent. 
lately and being forgiving too and giving yourself a little bit of a breather and start reflecting on why it is it that you're um, not being consistent. And guys, staying consistent can look very, very different from, from, you know, the type of business that you're in or even like Bailey and I, staying consistent doesn't even look the same for us. No. Like for me, staying consistent is like talking to my team every single day. And for her, it might be like talking about the business every single day. It, like it's, it's different for both of us. But at the end of the day, like it is a muscle and you have to train yourself to just keep doing it. Yeah. And to the fact, to the point of being motivated, you don't have a big enough reason as to why you're doing this then. Oh. I think this is, comes down to it. I have so many questions in here, but how do you stay motivated? And guys, I'm not motivated every single day, but no. I am motivated to have a di- the life I want. Yeah. That's big enough motivator to me. And if you can't motivated by that, then you have a belief problem. You believe it's not a possible. And that's huge because that's we get it all the time. It's like our You just believe. You believe thing. you missed the boat with whatever company you're with, or you believe it's a tapped out market, or you just believe you'll never make 10 K a month. Like it all comes down to your core beliefs. And but that core belief is you don't believe it because you don't feel deserving and you don't feel worthy. Why don't you feel worthy of making a hundred grand a year? Why don't you feel worthy of making 200 grand a year? Mm -hmm. Hell a hundred grand a month. We know people in our industry making a hundred K a month selling shampoo. So you need to understand that you can do that too. Yeah. And if you can't, then how are you going to stay motivated? Then you got to go back to the basics and say, what are the limiting beliefs and the triggers I hold for myself that are allowing me to think that that isn't a possibility for myself when it was for that person? Exactly. What's the difference? There's no difference. The difference is in your head. The difference is your belief system and Mm -hmm. how hard you are trying to work through breaking down the stories you've told yourself, which they're all, they're all there. Like, they're all there. Trust me, I've had them too. I started off doing hair. Everyone's yep. like, oh, you're never going to make money in hair. And look, here I am making money selling shampoo. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. you got to work through those things. So if you're not motivated, I truly think it's you're not dreaming big enough. You don't actually think your dreams are achievable because that's, that's a motivation enough. Yeah. That is motivation enough to say, like, I'm going to wake up this morning and, like, I need Slam to, this shit. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like moving your business forward. Like, yeah. what am I doing to, like, move that needle? And and that's where I feel that we're on the same page when it comes to yeah. that. Like, I don't look to Bailey or my team to motivate me. I feel that we it's... Feed, we feed off of each other. We feed off each other because yeah. literally some days, like, I'm more into it. And she's like, oh, shit. Like, I need to get on Sophie's yeah. like whatever. And same with her. Like I have foam. We have FOMO of kind of like each other in the good way where um, I think that we sell are we're really good at self-motivating each other. Beca- and, and I think getting out of our shit yeah, um, because we have a strong vision because we do have a strong why. Like, and again, I'm, I'm completely going to not fall into the trap of being comfortable and again, that comes down yeah. to the, our other question in um, in part one was like, what was your biggest fear? And I feel like that goes hand in hand with motivation. Yeah. I'm like, if I'm starting to get comfortable, dude, I am just not going to be motivated. I'm not going to do the things that I would normally be doing to move my, you know, business forward. Yeah. yeah. We've been there. I've been there. Yeah. At a point where I was earning a substantial amount with yeah. our company. Same with you. Yeah. And you just think this is good. 
Yeah. You don't think that you could hit the next level. You're like, you can't even fathom making double or triple of yeah. what it was at that time. And we did get comfortable. And now yeah. it's it's a, a very, it's a fraction of what it was yeah. because of our comfort. So now we realize, okay, we can't do that. We can't. No. And I think that's normal. You hit a level and you think, I should accept this. This is good. I shouldn't complain. And not saying we were, but I hear that a lot too, mm-hmm. is like, I have a roof over my head and food on the table. Like, you should be happy with what I have. And that is also a core belief. That's a lot of, like, shame Mm -hmm. around your wants and dreams. And I think a lot of people feel shamed for wanting more, but you can't help those around you unless you help yourself first. So if I want to, let's say, there's so many things I want to do for my family. That's one thing of, like, why I do this. Mm -hmm. Um, But if I can't earn then how am I going to impact you can impact people obviously through you know podcasting or social media or just being a good person in someone's life but if you want to have massive impact I know I was listening to Jesse Lee during Christmas and they had that big Christmas tree I think where you pick off a name and like a huge one like huge um and she was able to buy everyone every kid who needed Christmas presents. It was like two freaking transport trucks of presents. Wow. And I thought, I want to I want to make that kind of impact. Yeah. I want to have that kind of money where I can do, like, that would make, I know you can do it in a smaller way, but I'm not, I don't think like that. I'm just yeah. like, I want to do that. I want to yeah. make that kind of, I would love to be able to give like that. And I think a lot of times when you start thinking about your dreams and your goals and your motivation and think about how you can impact people to that large of a degree. Yeah. It's easier to stay on course and it's easier to also see where your limiting beliefs or where I feel like I keep saying beliefs, beliefs, but where that resistance is. And most of us have it around money. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We all have a story about money. So I think a lot of, yeah, it's just believing that you can actually achieve it. That's. And how many, and that's the thing. (laughs) And we've had so many conversations within our circle at, at, you know, in the business that we're in where we've talked to people that were in our position and then like a few years down the road, they're making like this amount of money and they're impacting like they're philanthropists, like they're giving, they're giving back and all that stuff. And I'm like, that's where I want to be because at the core, like that's what I want to do. Trust me. Like we're super grateful about our lives and that we get to do this, but we decided to do this and and going distance. And we can totally do more. Like, why we still feel like we're in, like, our chapter five of our entire life and our entire yeah. career with this, you know? It's so funny. I heard, I saw this diagram. I don't know where I saw it. It's probably social media. <laughs> but it was saying, like, those people who are chasing stuff and you ask them, like, on a, on a step or, like, it was, like, a steps. It was, like, 10 is, like, the pinnacle of success. Right. Asking someone who... You may see a successful and saying, well, where do you fall on this step, on the staircase? A lot of these highly successful people feel like they're on step three or four. Yeah, I was going to say they're on step three or something. Yeah, yeah. like they, they haven't even reached it. And I yeah. think, too, like, you know, this isn't a question, but I'm going to touch on it. Mm-hmm. it. All of a sudden, this, like, growth of anti-hustle. Oh, yes. Right? Where yes. it's like, people are like, yeah, but but, like, great things take a lot of work. And they take time. Like, think about... You and I talked about our physical space. It's taken six years. Six freaking years to get to where we are now. Um, that's You, you got to think about that. So by being consistent and staying motivated and 
essentially you got to hustle. Like on those days where you're feeling tired, you got to give yourself grace and say, yep, I'm tired. I'm going to rewind and fill my cup. But at the end of the day, there's nothing wrong with going 100%, 150, Mm -hmm. because who would have known when I joined? Yep. I was just looking products for my customers yeah. for their beautiful hair. Mm-hmm. And now here, here we are six years later. But I think when you kind of detach from that and just let her go, have fun with it and just stay motivated, stay consistent. You have no idea where you might end up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so that was all over the no, place, but it, but it, it was a rant. You know why you mentioned <laughs> that? And I was thinking about this because I just saw a post on social yeah. media and somebody that's in our industry talking about that and that she said that she felt it fell in the trap of the anti-hustle thing I saw that one yeah and I was like that made me realize that I kind of fell into that too because I was like I was associating burnout with hustle and it it's not for me personally it's not true like I I love a hustle in the sense of that the energy it brings me, yeah. the ideas all of a sudden. Hustling. You can't do it every day. That's I'm not, not doing realistic. it every day, but it's it's learning your own patterns as an entrepreneur and also learning about yourself and and you know, obviously not burning out. But I think that the times are changing. I think that the burning out aspect as well was like was going with the times like a few years ago. Like now things are less heavy and people are more open to getting back to work and stuff like that. So I I welcome a a good hustle, I want to say. And I'm going to touch on this, which might take you by surprise, but... Oh dear. Okay. (laughs) If you ladies haven't haven't already been looking to your your cycle to figure out how you work best. My goodness. Myself and some of my leaders, same with Sophie. Mm -hmm. Um, There's parts of a woman's cycle where... You feel your best and you can maximize your time, oh, especially listen. post-menstruation. Yeah. I know that's like my week of it's creativity. True. That's the week I lift the most, the week I work out the most, the week where I'm on fire and then the following week, no. And I think a lot of people fall into this trap where they're like, why am I not like that every single week? And you're just not built to be that mm-hmm. way. So I would say go look into that. See what tasks fit what week better for you and really just start yeah. – you know, I don't track anything anymore, but I would be very aware of where I was within my month and then why I was like that. So then on a month or I mean a week where I wasn't and I didn't have that energy, yeah. I actually said, there's a reason for this. Yeah. It's not to do with my psyche. It's not to do with, you know, um, outside influences. It's my body saying like, girl, you need to rest. Mm-hmm. You, this is your time to go inward and to reflect. And I think if you can really understand as a woman, your cycle and how to work, I know this is going a little sideways here, but not really. It's the best it tip you're ever going it, to It's, it's all the best like, tip you're ever going to get friends. Yes. Um, <laughs> but you will be so blown away after a few months and realizing yeah. your own patterns and you'll be way more effective because it doesn't, mean hustling and slamming the ground every day it's understanding where you're most effective i know what weeks i'm most effective and what time i'm most effective in the day and we yeah three o'clock sophie and i are like our brains literally are baby food we're tapped out and last night we were talking i was like we'll figure it out tomorrow tomorrow. (laughs) and that's the thing and we didn't even like learn that concept till we actually had that talk with like with with um our friends dr um nick and nat with their natural paths and their understanding your cycle and where you have the most energy and stuff like that and potentially we'll have them on season two as guests to just talk about that because it's a very interesting topic and I think that 
it takes away that overthought, like you yeah. said, of like, why am I not producing? Why yeah. am I not having the energy right now to show up for my team or for my clients or for my business? And like, what, why is it not affecting the fact that like my business is just not going the way that I want it to go? Well, maybe it has something to do with your cycle. Like, have you ever thought about that? That's a good one, right? It's good. Really big one, actually. Let me know. Write in to us. Just kidding. Yeah. When is your cycle? No, we don't want to know where you're Tag us on your post. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's such a yeah. big one. And that's really the end of all our questions. Yeah. Do you have anything like, we're wrapping up season one here, which. Is that crazy? I know. That went by real quick. It did. We're having so much fun, guys. So watch for season two, honestly. Too. I can't wait to see what season two holds. Ooh. I'll be in like sweats in my underwear next season with a tooth missing and my bun to the side. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be looking like that. So I'm just bringing my original self. <laughs> well, thank you so much, guys. I mean, hey, that's a wrap on season yeah, one. Something new. Mm, let's go. There you go. Okay, yeah. guys. So thanks for tuning in, and we will see you back with a uh, season two eventually. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. See ya. Give it to me, like. Okay, so if you enjoyed this episode, you want to hear other things, I'd love for you to like, comment, and share, and tag a hoe, <laughs> you know?